Welcome to the Barn Hour, guys. It's Jenny, and I'm with... Nick, here. This is our first uh, flagship episode. We're going to give it a shot. So we're going to be talking about a lot of different things, all of our amazing shows that are coming up this weekend, other shows, playing clips from past shows. Reports from the field. Reports from the field. Um, other little uh, fun news items that may have come up this week in this wonderful world. Maybe some reminiscences, <laughs> various discussions on topics. We actually have no idea what's We have actually have no idea um, what's going to happen, but that's the beauty of it, um, the surprise and the horror. 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 <gasps> Horror. We're a little unprepared today, guys, but we're going to give it a shot. So that's how we roll. Right? Berkshire that is, style? Yes. Berkshire style is very um, flying off the seat of your pants. And that's very true. drinking green juice while... Being 15 minutes late to everything that you do. Yeah. You ever notice how it does seem like everyone in the Berkshires just shows up on Berkshire time. Like they say it's island time. (laughs) (laughs) You got Berkshire time on. But I see, you know, and you can be a really nice person, but still not show up to work. Your Jamaican accent. Oh, we be be running on (laughs) Berkshire time, no? (laughs) There'll be be an accent segment every time. We're talking about our sponsors, of which we have none? Yes, we don't have any sponsors yet, and we'll be working on that throughout. And if you want to sponsor us, please feel free to email us, FB us, Twitter us, Instagram us. Let's do this week, let's do a shout out to Frank at Cars Hardware, who has been a a staunch supporter of what we do here. Just amazing support over the years. Paint. Everything you need is at Cars. We've actually written a small song dedicated to Cars. When you need to get paint and you, wait, no, that's not a good one. Yeah. When you need to get paint and you don't know what ain't <laughs> in cars. cars. Big shout out to, to Cars. It, but you don't know shit. Go to Cars. Let's get to the schedule for this week. Yes. Amazing schedule this week. So uh, as everyone knows, if you don't know, um, the barn is open five nights a week, Wednesday through Sunday. We open at 5 p.m. We have an amazing kitchen menu. And lovely drinks and fireplace, even though it's almost spring. Well, it's cold. It's like 20 but degrees. We're freezing to death right now. Right. Actually. So Wednesday night is always open mic. We'd love to get um, many different people out to open mic. We'd like it to be a constant changing uh, merry-go-round of different artists. So please feel free to tell all your artists and musician friends to come on out for Music, that. Music, song, spoken word, what have you. Comedy, anything you want to do. juggling. Have we had any jugglers? It's a lot of fun. We haven't had jugglers or glass eaters. We had the yet. guy, the kazoo solo. Kazoo um, sawing women kazoo in half. Back. If you're listening, Mr. Kazoo, come Please back. come, come Please back with a kazoo. And this Thursday night is going to be an incredible show. We had them this past spring, and it was amazing. It is Songs for Petra, which features Jesse Harris, Petra Hayden, and Julian Lage. Please. Is it Lage? Lage, Lage. We'll fix that. And um, doing Say it both ways. Perf- Petra Hayden, Jesse Harris, and Julian Lodge. Take two. Um, performing the songs of the renowned composer John Zorn. Johnny Zorn. <laughs> Johnny Z. And it was it was a packed house and it was an amazing show. Very unique, very interesting music. Well, we've been very blessed to have Harris play here a bunch of times. He's yeah, this will be artist. his fifth time. He might right. be uh, Anyway, anybody doesn't know who he is, he wrote that famous song that Nora Jones recorded, Don't Know Why. And uh, let's roll. This is a clip from an interview we did with Jesse, one of the first shows he did, just talking about the success of that song and what it's uh, done for him. Uh, roll the clip. What, um, after the success of the song that uh, Jones did, did you ever get sick with Oh, oh, sick of the song? Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. not just you wrote a, a song that was a hit. It was played more maybe than any fucking song I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so is there, I'm sure it's, you know, I'm sure it was a, a boon to you, but like, was there a shadow behind that where you like, fuck this song? No. Honestly, no. I, I I actually wish he was playing more. I'm not sick of it. But as far as the song goes, no, I would never think. Oh, uh, I can't. I'm sick of hearing my song. Um, uh, it's been you know really a pleasure to hear all the versions that have been done of the song. So many great artists. 
um, Smokey Robinson, Pat Metheny, George Benson, um, so many people have, you know, in foreign languages in Japan and Brazil, people have recorded in, in Cuba. You know that it's it's really cool. Yeah. Um, It'd be weird if you complained about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and also that song's made so many things possible. You know, right. for me artistically. Do you have a theory on why it was so popular? Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, well, I think that I think that um, it, it's a great performance of the song that Nora did. Mm. That I I played on it too. That we all did. It, it was a really good track you know it was like one of those performances in the studio where it's like it's great but that happens a lot where you get a great performance and then like <laughs> nothing happens and 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 uh, it, um who knows it's a it's a mystery and then again you know this things take on a life of their, of their own you know you don't really know why things <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's so that's sad. That's, that's really bad. bad. I didn't I mean that. Didn't say I that. didn't fucking mean that. Say it out loud. I didn't come. I don't know why I didn't come. All right, great. So that was a clip from uh, our interview with Jesse, uh, last time, one of the first times he played here. Uh, but we're going to start. Jenny was just telling me. Uh, that we're going to start giving away tickets, which I didn't yes, know, but let's do I, it. Yes, we just decided that's, because that's what you do, you give away tickets. So we're going to have people write in to us on Facebook. Right. And just write in a lovely little note, and the first one that we get a to... A lovely little note. Yep. And the first one we get to will win two tickets to that Mate, particular show. Should we have show. any parameters around the note? Like it should be a, a photo of a handwritten note requesting tickets for the show. No, too complicated. No, no too complicated cares. in this day and age. Just... A um, by pigeon sent note. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So uh, let's roll. Uh, while you are uh, f- emailing us for the free tickets, here's a clip from the show uh, last time. Songs for Petra.
this portion of the show, we uh, have a little segment we love. This is going to be a huge favorite called Ask Dr. Jones. All right, here's the first letter we have for this week for Dear Dr. Jones, and this comes from Cindy from Iowa. Sometimes I feel really down when I look at Facebook and I see everyone that's gone out to a party and I haven't gone. How do I get over this FOMO? Fear of missing out, Dr. Jones. Dear whoever, what you need to understand up front is face space, whatever it's called, is for losers who couldn't even get picked behind the kid that got picked last for kickball in whatever parochial Our Lady of Perpetual Baggy Pants school that had the misfortune for you to attend. The reason you didn't attend any of these events is because they didn't actually exist any more than the 647 other losers that you purport to be your friends in the first place. Therefore, you didn't really miss anything, did you? Not like the minutes I've lost responding to someone like you. It's not like I'm going to get these minutes back, am I? The next time you feel the need to ask someone about some imaginary slight you feel about an imaginary event that didn't take place, just do us all a favor and imagine you've asked. That way, you can pretend anyone actually cares. Sincerely, and with all due respect, my friend and certainly not yours, Dr. Jones. You write in a question, we ask Dr. Jones, he gives you his advice. And that's it. It's and very simple. It. And Dr. Jones. He pulls no punches. You're going to get the right answer. From Dr. Dr. Jones, Jones pulls no punches. Who's Dr. Jones? That's for Don't you to find out. It. The Don't man behind the it. curtain. Just Friday so. night, one of the top, top amazing bands, uh, local bands that have played here quite a bit. And they used to play here when this establishment was the Robbie Burns Remember. Pub back in the late 70s, early 80s. Members of the BTUs, including Steve Ide and Bobby McVitie. And they are back now in our venue at least once a month they play here. Are just stand-up guys, love music. They're, they're amazing. I mean, and everybody at the show has a great time. You never look around and, and you just, and nobody is having a bad time. So you know, every day doing the balcony, we just were, the, the new balcony is open, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, this is, is a huge exciting. news. And that was always part of the old stories that you used to hear. You'll hear it in the upcoming clip from people who used to play about how this place would be packed and the whole loft was full of people and the thing was bouncing up and down and like about to crack and break. So getting that back open actually every day during the renovation I would like sit there and put a nail in and be like God I can't wait for Steve and Bobby to see this <laughs> they're gonna look up wait. and say ah there's a crowd Steve above and Bobby to see this balcony but it is true alive. there's something about a balcony or Double. another level that just makes it even more so perspective yeah it's a different perspective and it makes you feel like you're in Radio City I'm just gonna say it so so while talking about this, here's a clip of one of the short barn docs that we did on Steve and Bobby and the history of this place. Roll the tape. It's not tape. Press the button. What was the last time before uh, recent times that you guys played this room together? In the 80s. I think one time you you were the bass player for Swing Shift here. Do you remember that? I remember doing some gigs with you guys. And yeah. It might so have I, been... I think that might have been the time that we would have played together here. Because when, when this club was open, we had different bands. Right. He had Shenandoah and I had Swing Shift. But uh, I remember one night the power went out. <laughs> it was a big snowstorm, but there was a some kind of crowd here. We just, jammed and partied all night <laughs> every time we played it. the floor moving yeah i used to i used to watch this loft area where there's joists are you can see the floor moving up and down like three or four inches then you because knew the that joint would, was rocking that place would be that that space up there would be full of people too Egremont was the hot spot of the world. Oh yeah, that's days. right. There was a time where there were no live music venues in Great Barrington. Never, never. But we never played place. Barrington. There was the Old Egg, the Stone Pub, the Stone Pub or Bojangles or Bo whatever Jangles, it was called. Yeah. Catamount Ranch House. There was the Catamount Base Lodge. There was the Egremont Inn. I mean, this was the happening. You're following a great tradition. <laughs> yeah.
I just have to do it. <laughs> I mean, when I first moved here, it was, it was a couple of years before I had a gig, but I was playing my guitar every day and singing and just thinking about it and, you know, just, it's, I can't not do it. <laughs> Run here, baby. Sit down on your daddy's knee. Why don't you? Run here, baby. Sit down on your daddy's knee. People in the audience sometimes say that too. They'll come up and say, you know, either I had, you know, whatever was going on during the day or said, I'm so glad to be here because there's this, there's this feeling of interaction and exchange of energy and letting go. Yeah, I mean, it's so, again, therapeutic, it's healthy. It's just so good for you to be able to get out and that sense of community that you were talking about. We do keep it pretty local. Every place we play, there are people that have been coming to hear us for 30 years that are still coming out to hear us. To me, what's always blowing my mind about the way Steve plays is the way he develops a solo and just brings it from point A to point B and brings everybody in the band and the house along with him and get to that point where it's like, all right. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's been able to do that since the very first time I saw him. It comes natural to him and I've been trying to do it ever since. <laughs> There's a soulfulness that comes from his toes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, right from, directly from the toes and comes right up through the top of his head. I mean, that's what's, it. what's cool, I think, with Bobby and I is that we have pretty different approaches. Having both of them in the same band, two singers and guitar players in the same band that went about it in the same way, they would get redundant. But there's very, I think there's very little redundancy you guys have a secret handshake? <laughs> we used, we to, used have, to have one with Ram. Right. It was something like, you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, and then you do something along those lines. And obviously, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't done, done it in a while. <laughs> BTUs are back uh, this week. It is Bob McVitie, Steve Ide are being joined by Connor Meehan and Rob Putnam. They go Tickets three sets, guys. Not three all sets, the bands that play 11, here. Baby. So that's going to be great. And the cover is always very low, but helps support the band $10. And then Saturday night is another local favorite, Gina Coleman, who just um, had a nice, great piece in the Berkshire Eagle. And they were just down in uh, in Nashville, or was it Memphis? I think Memphis. Yeah, for the Blues competition, which they, I think was quarterfinals they won. I, I don't know. We got to fact check that. So we're going to fact check on that. Fact check. But Gina Coleman and Misty Blues will be here this Saturday night. So. Great. So ahead of Friday night show, here's a clip from the BTUs playing the barn. Feeling all right. <laughs>
Seems I've got to have a change of scene Every night I keep having the same old dreams Imprisoned by the way it used to be Left here on my own, so it seems I got to leave before I start to get into a little thing that Jenny and I call pro not pro it could be a person could be a thing could be a phrase something that we are either pro or not pro about sometimes we're going to disagree sometimes we are going to be in the same on the same team uh, It's a very important week this is a crazy one everybody are you ready this week we're discussing Michael Jackson Pro or not pro. Pro or not pro. Now, sometimes I would like to disagree with Nick just to make things spicy. But I have to say that this week I am not pro. I'm definitely not pro. We watched um, the new Leaving Neverland documentary yes, series on HBO last night. and that's something you want to do right away, kids, is leave Neverland. And well, forget was, the oh, face. What you're talking about? What was face. that, the, the interview? Not only the baby oh, dangling. Oh, did everyone wonder... I, Wasn't it a problem when, dot, uh, dot, dot? When, about 20-something years ago, they did an interview. I forget the interviewer on 2020. And, oh, oh, where is he? Oh, there he is, in a tree. And he was conducting the interview in a tree, high above, with an umbrella <laughs> over his face, because he cannot be in the sun. I mean, look. Not only was I always outraged by what happened, from the moment the guy died, when people started moaning and, and crying, I said, but don't... Don't do not mourn the loss of this pedophile scumbag because I always knew the guy was dirty as dirt. Now, that's okay. I really I appreciate your standpoint, Nick. I didn't know from the very, very start. I'm definitely in the camp of who doesn't love Billy Jean and even going farther back off the wall. We love him. He started to transform. That's a little strange. But I must say... Even if the guy had not been accused of all these horrible, horrible things, something is a little bit wrong when the only people you're hanging around with are children and chimps. He's a sick, sick, I mean, these are sick people. And everybody worked for him. And everybody, honestly, in my judgment, who defends him at this time, that you're sick. And people will defend because we love these pop stars and we want to believe that they are the second coming and they can do no wrong it is very sad to find out they have done wrong it seems that michael has done a lot wrong <laughs> in leaving neverland this guy recounts when it's seven years old having michael jackson toss his salad as a little child I'm not sure if we can say that on, on the air <laughs> but that's a euphemism anyway so this guy is like a demonic rapist scum and also it's all so 
it's so textbook. You got candy, Neverland, Peter Pan. Yeah, the guys rape. designed, a, you know, a candy factory and rides and everything wonderful for, for children while people are still saying, well, he was a little strange and didn't know exactly what he was doing. But here he is laying out like a kid's dream just to lure them in. Right. And he was selective. You know, that's why it's so many different kids. I mean, this is this was a this was a, a, a planned and executed uh seduction of multiple children and here disgusting. would you let your kid go uh oh we're gonna go to keith richard invite us to his house it's true now he i wants to sleep with my six-year-old child it's true i um no thanks keith no even the greatest of the greatest no i'm not gonna let my seven-year-old kid go hang out with you know the, Mick the Jagger. singer from sublime yeah that'd be good he can well, hold he's the dead. needle uh, i don't know it seems really complicated no it's not you're ra- he's a rapist. Well, why would they lie about it? It's like, well, maybe he raped some of them and not others. There right. were dozens of children around. So maybe so. Corey Feldman just right. put a black hat on and danced, but right. didn't get the. I mean, he's a Hollywood back. kid. He might have been a little wilier, you know, like they squirmed away. That doesn't mean that he didn't try to close the deal with the ones that he could. Oh, here's a good point. I really love the song Billy Jean, and it's one of my favorite right. Michael Jack- Jackson songs. Jackson material. And I have it on one of my Spotify mixes Oof. that I often uh, play, and I just think it's a great song from the minute it starts. You, you can't not love it. But I feel so strong about my non-pro feeling for Michael Jackson now that I honestly don't know if I can leave it, and this is a tough choice, if I can leave it on my playlist. I don't want to ban the material in the venue because no, I believe that that's I, American. I won't but, say that, uh, but I just I don't, don't know. Those, that rapist pigs. So that's what I'm day. going through this week, which is a tough choice to take or not take Billie Jean off the playlist. I am pro taking Billie Jean off the playlist. Since we're I might, on the, on I might, I'm, I probably am going to do pro. it and it's going to hurt. So even if I'm wrong, I don't care. I think he's right. a pederast. Scum. Yeah, we don't care if we're wrong here, <laughs> but we know we are right. So so this first one, uh, everyone out there, we have really started on a, we, we will not always agree. So stay tuned because this is a wonderful moment where Nick and I have both agreed that we are not pro MJ. <laughs> anyway. Use your own judgment, folks, but we're going to say not pro MJ. Not pro MJ. All right, let's move on. Enough. Also, back to our amazing schedule. Every, this usually every month we have a comedy show, which Jenny produces, and who is it this month? So this month is featuring Carol Montgomery, who is a comedian from New York City. She has started this show, and she's touring this show with different female comedians. What's and it called? It's called Women of a Certain Age oh. Comedy, which I may fit into that Are category. You of a age? I am of a certain age, the age... We don't speak of, but actually, I don't care. I'll tell you, I'm 86. But um, so, Carol Montgomery, very funny. Also, Leanne Lord is another comedian that's coming up. And um, big thing for Carol is this show is premiering. It's been taped, and it's an actual show that's going to be premiering on Showtime. What Saturday? Yes, the 23rd, the day after this show. So you Showtime, definitely the International Cable Network. Correct. So you want to check this show out? Um, she. Had a show in New York featuring Fran Drescher recently. She gets a lot of well-known, amazing female comics on her show, so be sure to follow her. But now that you have the chance, anyway. Oh, wait. Do we do Oh, comedy clip. So. Oh. We're going to try to put out a also play a clip from one of the shows of one of the many great comedians that's played here. So Danny Cohen. One of our favorite comedians played the barn three times. One of the this best. It's actually from his first show. Uh, just great, funny. Five style. times. Five times. He's a five-time He's winner. Five-time winner. Barn winner. And ding, uh, ding. here's a clip. Funny as hell. Did I mention that I lived in the studio? I mentioned, I mentioned that I lived in the studio. I live well. It's Manhattan. They call it a studio. It's by by no means any studio that would be in the Berkshires. It's a room. And when I moved in, I I, I was excited. I was like, oh, there's a lot of room. And then I I brought in like. A bed, and there was no, there was no room now. That, that's how crazy it is. And when I bought in my bed, there's no room. I don't even have a room. It's it's enough room for a full size. So I got a twin size mattress. It's 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 horrible. But there's no place to put the mattress except by the front door. So, like, I'll explain it to you so you can so you can understand the setup. So I'm sleeping, and the door is right here. So the doorknob is right here. That's how I sleep at night. So, like, I'll wake up during the night, and I'll stare at the doorknob. 
because I'm just waiting for it to turn. And then I was like, oh, I'll go to sleep. Because I'm thinking, if somebody decides to break into my apartment at night, I'm not gonna even have a chance to scream. I'm not gonna have a chance to do anything. It'll be an immediate break-in and then stabbing, and it's over. No time to run, no time to scream, no time to, no time to pick up my stupid phone to look for the, the alarm to get on. I did no time for anything. Just like, nah, 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 finished. It won't, even, it won't even be a break-in and entering. They're gonna stab me from the hallway. It'll be like a break-in and stabbing. That's how they'll title that. Like the cops will get there and they'll be like, we don't know what happened. We see there was a break-in, but there was no entering, yet there was a stabbing. Yeah, because they stabbed me from the hallway. They didn't have to enter the apartment. I'm, I'm, right, I'm right here. I sleep by the door like a, like a poodle. Like the wind blows through the cracks of the door and I'm like, you know, it's like a, that's a, the, the, the dogs love it. And I also wanna, also, I, can I talk about this? I also wanna know why I'm being stabbed. Like, I think we all deserve to know why you're being stabbed when we're being stabbed. If, if it's an event. You want to know what happened. Like, if you're walking in the street and someone says, you give me your money. And you're like, no, I'm not going to give you my money. And then they stab you. That's what happened. That's, it makes sense. You can make some sense. They wanted your money. You said no. And then you got stabbed. It's a sensible stabbing. You can make sense out of something like that. But if you're sleeping in your studio and then all of a sudden you're stabbed, that's not okay. It's like a, an unacceptable stabbing. It's like nuts. What happened? Why? Why? And then I was reading more. There's something called a push and robbery. You know what a push and robbery is? This is you probably don't have it here. It's it's it's. I've been reading a lot about it. It happens a lot in the city and in some parts of Canada. I don't know why. So this is when you're walking up to your home, you're unlocking your door, and all of a sudden someone comes from behind you, pushes you into your home, and robs you in your home. This is what they titled a push and robbery. And I'm thinking, oh my God, if someone attempts a push and robbery on me in my apartment, we're both gonna end up in my bed. <laughs> me and the robber in my bed. So it started off as something really terrifying, it's gonna turn into something really beautiful. You know, with things being what they are in the world these days, having a place where you can go and just be with be people, yourself, kick back, listen to some music. You can live come alone; music. no one cares. It, it, the barn is an amazing place to come with a group, with friends, or even alone, and not feel like a loser. <laughs> no, no, losers um, are fine. Also, just remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching live music, that means you're alive. That is true. It's deep, right? It is, and usually you are going to walk away with a pretty positive experience. <laughs> really, we may sell food, drink, and tickets to shows here, but what we're actually selling is a sense of peace. A sense of and peace community. and a way of life. <laughs> I like that. I don't have life. Nick, what's that I hear? Uh, 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 I think it's that time of the week. Everyone, it's the Moss, Moss Report. Report. Slink Moss, he, he's an artist, he is a musician, he is a man of the millennium. Slink Moss, man, mystery, musician, artist, genius. Good afternoon, y'all. This is the Moss Report for March 4th, 2019. It's uh, 3.14 in the afternoon and the school bus is dropping kids off after school. I'm sitting partying in my car in Copake Falls, New York, outside the Taconic Wayside Inn. The sun is streaming in. It's cleared up a lot. Uh, the roads are good. We had a few inches of snow last night, um, but everything is looking really clean and really nice out here. Uh, I had a wonderful day picking up my car at the uh, auto fix place. Um, they put in a bypass that uh, repaired my uh, accessory belt. Uh, means that I don't have air conditioning anymore, but that's okay because the alternator works, the power steering works, and uh, I'm really happy to have my car back. It's been a while. Uh, it's just a beautiful day. I'm listening to Wes Montgomery in the car, and I'll just play a little bit of it for you right now.
Thanks for listening to The Moss Report on this Monday, March 4th. Bye. Upcoming artists oh, later in the month. Oh, oh next uh, next Saturday. Next Saturday. Sixteenth. Well, oh God. Oh uh, yeah. Oh God. I, I can't we even talk handle, about. I mean, it. forget it. So St. Patty's Day weekend is going to be okay. Rip roaring yeah. So fun. so next week is is six six six. So March fifteenth is one of my favorite musicians that has played here, and one of my favorite singers. I'm going to have to say Elizabeth Zyman of Elizabeth and the Catapult. She's been here twice with her full band. She's coming back solo. And she'll be doing a double bill with another amazing, amazing singer-songwriter, artist, Mark Geary. Who's awesome. And he is Irish, so this uh, will fit into our St. Patty's Day weekend. But really, really, like, the finest of fine artists. So make sure you check that out. It's $20 for two. Last time Mark was here, he helped me lift an obese, drunk man. Um, Did he? he That's right. He did it with a smile on his face. Oh, he's a a true Irishman. Now, Saturday, another huge favorite of ours. Huge, huge, huge. These local guys play in a bunch of different bands, and they play in a bunch of different bands here. We have them here March 16th as the Picky Bastards. uh, That features Chris Miranda and Rob Sanzone, who are some incredible musicians in the area with other dudes rotating in on rhythm section just amazing so i'm not sure who it's gonna fun. be on drums or bass but whoever it is fabulous time and this is again where like the btus where i have just seen just an entire room coming together for just some of the greatest nights the double bill very that's really exciting the the zyman geary double bill oh to me God. is like Really uh, going to be a special, uh, special night of music and artistry. It's yep. good people. It's one of the cool things about it is when you come to, to see an artist here, it's not like they're walking out the back exit at the end. You're, yeah, you're, most you're sitting, you're talking. You can, to them, you can get to know them a little. You can talk to them. Everyone's friendly. Everyone feels at home. You know, try to get their social security number, maybe stalk them a little bit. Yeah, just. Oh my God, we th- I hope the stalker doesn't come back. Oh, we had a stalker with one true. artist who's actually come back to play who will remain, remain nameless. And this Hell woman yeah. gave the South Egremont PD a tough time. Let yes, me tell she you. did. She had a lot of toots. She was texting in the middle of her interrogation and it was her being Mirandized. She was confident about her stalkerism, I must she, say. She really was. She was strong in it and she did not back down. She she um uh, she says to me, goes, you know, you're a real asshole. And I say, yeah, I know I'm a real asshole. She goes, well, you got to be one in this business, don't you? It's very funny. She was like, she had like she was a stalker. She kind of had sense. And a felon, but she had a kind of a she nice She had a sense of the tube. biz. Yeah, she had a good, she, you know, other than being a crazy. We gave her a free mug. We're actually going to start selling mugs soon. We're going to sell mugs and, and T-shirts. Great. So here is a... Uh, here are two clips. Let's play two songs at the end of the show here uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, first one's a solo piece by Elizabeth. Oops. First is a solo piece by Elizabeth. First is a solo piece by Elizabeth Zyman of Elizabeth and the Catapult. Then another uh, selection from Mark Geary. Roll the tape. This is a track off my new album. This is called Mea Culpa. <laughs> Sits like a statue at his typewriter Trying to think how to begin I'll write his polite A final letter if you are reading this I'm gone They lock me up and threw the keys away my love Though it is true what I have done I'm still the man The man that I was I am a sinner now it's true before the time I wasted you I swear I never heard a fly I'm gonna miss you Love and kisses goodbye 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 Cause there's Plenty more mistakes
sun is going straight to hell now Praying to God, what have I done? My boy is going down, 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 down at the devil He called to say I'm getting married To a nice fellow I met in the Navy And there we proud to say I do I am surprised to get a letter from you now I am living miles from here The loneliness of South The people here don't see it They like to live all alone Quiet all the evening times I hear your bedboards moan Father Franco has a hold on things He's not letting go what the Virgin Mary doesn't see She doesn't need to know mm. The sun, it doesn't shine here It torches, hangs in time We bear our broken bodies to her I'm burning all the time Mm -hmm. 
Take a ride off Center Street I'll stay home all night The buzzer hasn't worked in years uh, Unless you push it right Your family told me that you found a better man than me I hope you'll be allowed to laugh and pull I company. Mm Thanks very much. Thank you. Uh, Food item of the week. What is it? I don't know. But <laughs> I got it. Fake ads or, or ads is about our stuff, though. Like, that, just like mom used to make, Nick Keen soups. Please let me do that. Please. Leave. Yeah, but then that we should produce a little Petridge Farm commercial about the have key lime little, pie. Right. Have the music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, everybody. A family recipe been passed down by the generations to arrive here at the Egremont Barn. Little Nicky. Key lime pie. <laughs> Little Nicky pie. <laughs> Little grandson Nicky done learned it from the old timers. But can we, so can we have the food of the week where it's like, yeah, do, we do, 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 you put some music and then. Yeah, yeah, we could do oh, that. This week, celery soup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll work on the food bit for next week. Yes, we will. Well, we got to expand like. into the material. All right. So uh, I think that's it. Let's tie it up. Um, well, I think, uh, how would you, pro not pro, on how we did today? I'm going to say I, I'm pro. It's a promising start. We're, we're promising we think so. room to grow. But for our first show, I feel confident and ready to start every day with a kick. <laughs>